fly. He's a great bloke. Good evening, Mr. Dave Seeger. Good evening, Gav. How are we? Oh, good, mate. Also joining us, Mr. Alex Brooker. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, good, thank you, mate. Yeah, really good, thank you. Thanks for having me. No, well, I've been asking you for about six months. Yeah, I know you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should have asked me to ask him. But anyway, we've just watched the game, one all. Uh, don't really have much to say about the first half apart from uh, Bangian missing a, a stinker, really, Dave. Yeah, it wasn't. It was. It was like the antithesis of everything that was right about Sunday. It was just. Everything was a pedestrian. Everything was two or three touches. No fast movement. No tempo. Everything that was so right in the first half on Sunday was wrong about the first half tonight. And it's it's just a frustration. It must frustrate Arteta enormously because it's the same players. <laughs> they play a certain way on Sunday, and then they turn out same players, same formation, and and are just you know turgid like they were in the first half today. I think it was just yeah. slower, wasn't it? But I mean, you know, if Bamiang had scored that, you'd, you, you, I think it wouldn't would have still been fairly deserved. I think at that point, it, I thought it had gone in. I went to say get in. I looked like a right dick because I thought it, <laughs> when he missed it, I was surprised. No change there, then. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised how, how how he hadn't even hit the target though. That was the first thing. I think yeah. other, no one was more surprised than him. <laughs> it's almost like he went too casual on it. Do you know what I mean? That's what I was thinking. He just sort of like, it was almost like he sort of just, right, I've got this. He weren't, they weren't, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it was on a, it was on a plate, to be fair. Um, but that was what, that was, that was, there were so few moves like that in the first half. Incisive, quick, you know, and that's what we were doing time in, time out against Leeds in the first half. And it was, it was a rarity today. It got much better in the second half, but I just thought, they, they, Odegaard wasn't on the ball enough for me in the first half. You know, the more he got on the ball, the better we looked. He looks yeah, decent, yeah, doesn't he? He does mm. look decent, Odegaard. I really like him for what I've seen of him so far. It's kind of weird one, isn't it? Because when he come in, I kind of, as, as much as I'd heard he'd had a good season at Sociedad, and he, he's not one of those people where you get people go, oh, yeah, he's been brilliant. I've, ne I've never seen Odegaard play until he played for us the other week. But I generally, you know, when... Dennis Suarez came a couple of seasons ago and that didn't quite work out. And you did think to yourself, it's not easy to come in and suddenly hit the ground running. But I think he, I think he's looked all right so far. He, he does. He looks sharp. He looks bright, doesn't he? Yeah, I saw a really good interview. Um, it was actually a few months ago, but it was what Monreal was interviewed about his time at Arsenal, just general football interview. And he said that he was really worried at the beginning of this season when... They weren't, you know, they weren't renewing the loan for Odegaard because he'd been so clear, you know, absolutely critical to their great season last season. I thought, well, if Nacho's saying that, and uh, you know, I trust his opinion. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and he really, I mean, he was integral to everything Sociedad, you know, did last year. He, they surprised everybody. He had a really good season, and apparently he was, you know, he was at the he was at the fulcrum of all the good stuff they did. So. Yeah, it, I I just like his there was a pass that he's done. Sort of about three quarters of the way through the second half, and it was just the timing of it, and it was sort of first touch. He didn't have time to think, and it's been a while since we've had somebody in that position that is that quick and that sharp with a ball. Do you know what I mean? <coughs> and I don't really want to sort of go back to Azul's glory days and all that, but it, it was almost like he sort of he, he just sort of glides around. He reminds me more of, sort of like Furcamp, the way Furcamp used to just sort of glide around the pitch. 
he didn't really sort of notice him too much until he was just looking for them sort of five raw balls. You know what I mean? It's also it's also you get the impression he knows what he's going to do with it before he receives it, which is is always a sign of a class act, to be honest. Yeah, no, one. Let's the ball do the work. He lets the ball go past him. If he doesn't need to control it, he won't. He'll let the ball. He'll let the ball do the work. When he was when he was offside, I know he was offside in the first half. But when he went to square the ball, that was so Alex Cleb, wasn't it? Oh my mm. god, it was just it was infuriating. Yeah. Yeah, it was oh, just god. like when he kind of. I know he was offside in him, but. He kind of wriggled through and you just think he hits it and he goes to square it and it was like, oh. Yeah. It was a, it's a, it's a, I, I, what? Leave the dog. He's fine. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I've got a dog issue going on here. <laughs> he keeps tapping at the door and I can't get up to open it. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know why we're not appearing on Facebook, on my Facebook page. I've no idea why that is. I'm trying to press more buttons. But I've no idea why that's happened. <laughs> Every week when Gav's chair, Gav's hosting it, Alex, everyone takes a mick out of him because he, <laughs> you know, it's like the blind leading the blind. <laughs> it, just, it, just go, it just goes completely wrong. There's no way in the world that it, it ever goes right. <laughs> we'll just talk amongst ourselves. It's all right, mate. I've been part of worst live broadcasts. <laughs> Every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, their penalty. Do you want to go? For, do you want to start with that one, Alex? Well, first of all, when I first saw, it, I thought it weren't a penalty, but actually, it probably was, wasn't it? It, it pretty, you know, it's enough. Like, you know, Smith Rose, the young lad, but it, it probably was. But when it went to VAR as well, because we've had some decisions go against us recently, I did kind of think, cool, even maybe. in Europe, even in even in Europe, are we still going to get done? But um, looking at it again, it, it probably. Probably was a penalty, but we were sloppy again, weren't we, though? And it, in the lead-up to it, just in the lead-up to, to the penalty, and it was like, how many times does it feel like we're the masters of our own undoing? You know, we, we create chances, a Bamiyang missed one, and we go and we go and do something like that, and it's just sometimes it's so frustrating with us. But the plus side, obviously, is that we, we got back into it like very quickly afterwards. But Jesus Christ, what was the VAR check on that? Mm. On, on our no guy. idea. It's absolutely no idea. mad. Like literally, I saw one replay of it and was like, "Oh yeah, that's all right." <laughs> to be fair to Saka tonight, he we just didn't play the ball early enough. There were so many times where Saka was just like maybe half a yard and a Bamiyang in the first half, particularly. And 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 that's the difference between it looking like a really poor first half and actually being an okay first half because there were so many, you know half a yard, a yard decisions. And it was just a case of whoever the passer was, wasn't releasing the ball quick enough. You know, Saka was playing on the shoulder. Bamiyan was playing on the shoulder. They were trying to hold their run and they were just, come on, release the ball, release the ball. And by the time we did, they were offside. And it happened so many times. So, yeah, that one, there was absolutely no doubt that Saka was onside, you know. It's also no weird. Because it's weird because in the Premier League, you get to see you get to see the VAR straight away. Whereas that, we yeah. just kind of sat there waiting, weren't we? Um so yeah, and in, at least in the Premier League, you get to see when they're about to uh, fuck it up. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think what what do you think? What do you think of the? Um, I mean, you know, Gav was saying we didn't, have, we haven't had anyone in that ten role, but we have. You know, we we had a good run with Smith Rowe playing there. Um, but I I thought you know, is he going to alternate between Odegaard and Smith Rowe? But I actually quite like Smith Rowe on the left because 
they're, they're intelligent and they think they're interchangeable. Odegaard will interchange with Saka on the right, he'll interchange with Smith on the left. There's no, you've got to stay in your particular position. It's very fluid. So it seems to work, even though it doesn't give you that out and out width. They interchanged well on Sunday as well, didn't they? Really well. So it was, no, I quite quite like it. Um, You know, I mean, it was surprising as well. The other thing I was surprised by is the fact that he normally puts Willian on with about 20 minutes uh, to go. And today we only got a minute of Willian. So that was, I see that as progress. Well, also Martinelli came on for 15 minutes, which was, he didn't get much of a look in, unfortunately, which... uh, I think most Arsenal fans will be disappointed about because I think we've all been getting a little bit concerned at the lack of game time he's had the last month. Yeah, it was a shame for Bamiang as well because I know because he came off and he'd missed a couple, hadn't he, before he went mm. off as well. Not just the first half, there was the one where he kind of dragged it wide and you'd have probably expected him to score. And then there was that other one where he was sent pretty much through and he checked back. And I don't know why he needs it. to check back. Yeah, it just weren't his night. It weren't his night, was it? No. No, it was. I don't think it was a lot of their nights, but I think they all, they all just played average. I think that was the problem. There was no one who sort of really took it by the scruff of neck. Even Saka, I thought, was quiet in himself. He was running and looking busy, but he's played a lot, lot better uh, for us this season than he did tonight. It was. Yeah, he was. He was back to the sort of two or three touches and sideways passing tonight, wasn't he? I and mean, Sabayas tried. You know, Sabayas had a couple of good sort of slide rule through balls, didn't he? That you know didn't quite you know hit the mark, but Shaka was definitely uh, on one of his lack of concentration nights. I mean that ball across the penalty area at the end of the first half. <laughs> what was he thinking? I mean that could have easily been one 0 to them easily. Yeah, it was a weird one. It was a weird one. What and I'm, I'm, I'm skipping right to the, the end of the game. But uh, did you see when Sabio got subbed off at the end, and he looked like he was trying to stop? He sort of I didn't like, notice that at all. I thought he was quite encouraging to Elneny. I think he almost sort of shrugged off when they went to sort of pat him on the back. I don't know whether I'm sort of looking too much into it, but I think, I mean, I, I quite like seeing players getting the ump when they're subbed off. They should have the ump. You know what I mean? But it was, I didn't get them two substitutions right at the end. It was just it was just a bit pointless, wasn't it? I mean, it's always pointless bringing William on, but why, you know, I just didn't understand why, why he bothered doing it. You know what I mean? Was he running the clock down or? Maybe. It was an odd one. I mean, okay, I, I, a lot of people got angry at the, on the weekend when Elneny came on. I had no problem with that. You know, trying to tighten the game when we we're 4-2 and that we're looking a bit on edge. We, you know, the penalty maybe could have happened. And we, you know, we looked a bit like we needed to tighten the game up. And whatever you think about Elneny, he does do that very well. He just gets the ball, gives it simple. You know, doesn't give it away very often. Uh, but today, no, it was an odd one. But I don't know what Alex thinks. I mean, I think it's interesting because we all know that if Thomas Partey's fit, Thomas Partey plays. Um, but I think most people assume that Shaka will be the partner. But the way Sabayas played for the weekend, he's obviously trying to make a case, isn't he? He's had a couple of good games, uh, Sabayas. He played. He did play really well on Sunday and he played played well again tonight. I'm kind of just frustrated tonight because honestly, I know the changes were made late, but it did feel like that game, I don't know, that we were, if we'd have really pushed on, and it felt like, you know, we could have got at least... I know Aubameyang's missed a couple, but it felt like we could have got at least a couple more goals in that game. And you, it's weird with this one because we keep talking about... I know we've got an away goal, even though it's like the next leg we're playing in Greece. But uh, well, away goal in a one-all result doesn't really mean it. It's only a nil-nil that's going to that's gonna be any good for, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. an odd one. Yeah, it does. But it does feel... I do feel a bit frustrated at the end of it, really. It, 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 they certainly weren't going for the win. No. 
that's it. That was that's what kind of surprised me slightly is that he wasn't kind of you know going more for the win. It would be typical of us to be the first team to ever be knocked out on away goals without actually playing a home game. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's Arsenal in Europe all over. Because I mean, we're cursing Europe. Yeah, let's get this straight. We're cursing Europe. Apart from one, <laughs> apart from one, one or two seasons ever, we've been cursed. Do you know what I mean? So it, I think we should all go over to Europe and piss in every single corner of the place. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but oh, don't. It, I thought we was. I don't know. I mean. It was almost like the pitch wasn't doing us any favours and we couldn't get used to the pitch. It just almost seemed like the ball was sticking too much. Certainly, we weren't moving the ball as fast as we did at the weekend, definitely. No. Oh. We, we were just, before you came on, uh, Dave, me and Gavra just chatting about the centre-half pairing because obviously he's gone with uh, Gabriel and Louise the last couple of games. Like, I wonder whether, is that, do you reckon that's what he thinks now is probably his best centre-half pairing is, or is like, do you reckon he's resting holding? Or it's, an odd one he, it's an odd one because he gave me a new contract. He talked him up a lot. And I thought holding's been getting better week in, week out. There's still a gaff in him, but there's a gaff in all our centre-backs, to be honest. And I don't think the, the only the weakness in holding's game is his passing. And I think that's got so much better um, this season. So, yeah, it, it does seem a bit harsh. But I guess Gabriel was always going to be the, you know, the first choice. The interesting one for me is Mary, because Mary played three or four cracking games when Gabriel was out on the left side of the centre-back. Um, and I sort of wondered whether it was going to be holding a Mary, because it was for a while. But, yeah, it's a real, it's a really odd one, because Chambers can't even get a minute. No. At all. Um, I'd say I like the look of that guy who went off for them, though, that Verissimo. And that was their first game for them. It was his debut, the Brazilian, right, the right-sided guy. He, he pretty much marked Aubameyang, barring... The two or three moments he got clear. He had a really good game against Bamiyang. He looked really tasty. Very quick as well. well it's weird, Dave. You more or less said exactly the same as what me and Alex said before we started the podcast <laughs> uh, with regards yeah. to the centre-back. So that's a... Uh, but it, it, well, yeah, it looks like it, it looks like they're saying to Louise, "We'll give you another year's contract." This is what the media is saying. But you've got to accept there's going to be less game time, and it's going to be with a view to being a coach. And in, and the question is, is that what David Louise wants, or does he want to be a you know, does he want to play for another year and play every week? In which case, there's no point in him signing that extension if he's happy to be a coach. Because whatever he does on a pitch, and I know we've all had moments where we despise the guy for the errors and he's cost us games. It does seem that everyone says he's a brilliant guy to have around the place. And he's brilliant with the young players. He's a great influence, you know, off the pitch at Colney. So it's an interesting one. So, I'd, be, I'd be brilliant to have around the place, but they're not going to have me there, are they? <laughs> I'll talk to the young players. I'll talk to them all day if they want. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm not sure you'd have the technical input, however. <laughs> It wouldn't, it You're not two-footed enough. <laughs> <laughs> Louise is much better. There we go. <laughs> now we're cooking, Dave. <laughs> Sixteen minutes that was, Alex. It took him 16 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you want to sit next to him when he kicks the chair of the bloke in front of him. He can't feel it, but the bloke in front of him is in agony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't, bother, it wouldn't it. bother me. It wouldn't bother me though. To for if they'd done some kind of deal with Louise, where. He is sort of taken on as the coach once he finishes playing because you've got to look at what he's won over the years as well. And we haven't got that many people and that many, well, we haven't got that many staff or that many players really that have 
have won the big trophies, and he has. Will so, Yen? Genuinely, like what? I, I know it sounds weird, but I, you shouldn't write people off. But I honestly can't ever imagine it's going to happen for William. I know it, it's like there's there's players where they, you know they they struggle to get going sometimes. But just with him, do you not just think it just that's it's almost it has got to a stage already where it is like got to cut your losses with this geezer. Like not you know bringing him on and. Stuff like that. Even when you bring him on, he kind of doesn't really look like he's going to do anything. And it, it is an odd one. It is an odd one. There's a comment at the bottom of the screen there from Trevor Piner saying Arteta's tactics or lack of them have started to concern me. It's been over, been over a year of charge, and we still still lack an identity. I actually don't agree with that. I think I think we are starting to get an identity. It's just a case of the, the final few pieces of the jigsaw, and I think it's that playing players who are going to move the ball quickly. It didn't happen tonight, but it happened. The first half against Wolves, the whole game against Leeds, it's just that ability to move the ball quickly. And whilst players like Pepe have done well recently, it, it always takes too long for him to do something. And Shaka's the same. I think ultimately he wants a team, certainly in the offensive side, where everyone can move the ball quickly. And I think that's the identity, but he's just not got the personnel yet. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I mean, it's be, it'd be interesting to see how we are... With if he because to play the same team two, twice in a row was actually quite a big thing for us. I thought tonight, only three years make, or so, yeah. Yeah, I thought he might make some changes tonight. I know a lot of people are speculating that they thought Pepe would come in tonight and stuff like that, but it would be interesting because sometimes you know, the more he plays the same players, the more consistency they'll get together. I mean, you're right, Dave, they played they play differently at the start tonight to what they did on Sunday, and it was the same 11, but um. Yeah, I think the more we see his settled team that he'll that he'd like, I think you know we'll see more. Yeah, what, and, and also, also, I think the four-two-three-one. I wrote an article a couple of weeks ago because Lacassette does the dropping, linking, but then doesn't get on the end of it as well. Whereas Aubameyang obviously gets on the end of it much better. But you need the, that combination. You almost do like Olivier Giroud, but with pace. And and I know that Aubameyang's got that in his game, but he's been almost wanting to just finish things off, drift out on the left, not get involved. But on Sunday, if, whether Arteta's had a word saying, look, if you want to play through the middle, you've got to be involved in the build-up play. And I thought on Sunday, and at times tonight, he did that really well. He dropped deep, he got the ball, he linked up with the three players behind him and then went forward. And I think if he's going to if he's going to stay in a, as the sole striker in this 4-2-3-1, he's got to do more of that. You know, you can't just wait to be on the end of things because that's not going to work in this formation. I thought it was a bit of a weird one with the yeah. play, really. Uh, I don't want to. If, if they are going to play that, you know, they're Saka and Martin, because I can't pronounce his surname yet, right? Behind a bang in, then I, I want to see more of them swapping about mid game, etc. And I thought Smith Rowe was just too left tonight. And I think we probably would have been better off with Pepe tonight, to be fair. As much as I like Smith Rowe, he's, he's almost sort of. It's got to be him and that Martin for that central role if they're sort of sticking rigidly to that role. I don't, but which I don't really want them to well, do, but yeah. it's almost how it played out tonight. He, he was sort of too much on the left, and I don't think we're getting the best out of him. I think they might have done a better job. Really. I think the dog no. disagrees, Gav. 
he's not. <laughs> Murphy, Murphy's not impressed. Murphy's um, not having that with, at all. <laughs> with that analysis, I thought Smith Rowe was everywhere tonight. I thought he ran his socks off. Um, and I know he's not naturally a left winger, but I don't think that's the role. It, it, you know. I mean, Alexis wasn't naturally a left winger when he played out there. I mean, you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be hugging the touchline. I think that's the problem with Pepe is, and it's not necessarily of his own making, but he has been, when he's been playing either right or left, he is hugging the touchline. He's not, you know, he's not linking, he's not stepping in to sort of switch. And I think Smith Rowe and Saka and Odegaard all do do that. Um, I do accept the point that Smith Rowe does it better when he's in the middle switching to the right than he perhaps when he starts on the left. But obviously Arteta wants Odegaard to play. That's why he's put him in. Yeah, no, fair one. Would you keep him, Alex? Odegaard? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know I will. I mean, it's hard to say, isn't it? On You know, you don't know what deal they've got in place, if it, like, you know, how much it would cost for him and, and stuff like that. But on what I've seen of him so far, I certainly think he's, you know, I think he's in, he's playing well. I'd certainly, you know, Given given like some of our other signings like William, I said I'd much prefer Odegaard playing already, and he's only been at the club a month. So mm. you know, on, on the basis of that, I certainly think he's a he's it, definitely given us another decent option because it, you know, we are quite reliant at the moment on the on the the you know Saka certainly and and Smith Rowe to an extent, and it is good to have him in there if you can get Pepe playing all right and. You know, if Lacazette's got to feel a little bit uh, done by at the moment, isn't he? If he's not, I don't know where, how he gets back in really at the moment, unless he plays instead of Aubameyang. I'm not, I'm not sure. No, well, I think there's, I think we're, we're, you know, we've only got what, how many games, 14 games left to go, whatever it is, and 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 they're not going to give him a new contract. If they were, they would have offered him one by now. He's got, he's, he's got a year left in June. I think they're going to try and cash in while they still can and get some money for him. So. You know, if that is the case, then you can understand why they're going to play the guy they've given a massive extension and a bumper pay rise to over Lacazette, even though Lacazette was playing quite well. As I say, I'll go, I'll get to the, I'll go back to that point I made before. Lacazette does all this dirty work and the link-up play very, very well, almost like um, um, Firmino does, you know, for Liverpool, whereas he's not that glory striker. He's involved in the link-up play and he's, he's letting the other guys take the glory. But equally, you've got to get on the end of moves. And Lacazette doesn't seem to have—he doesn't seem to have the pace or the inclination to get across his man. You know, there's so many times recently where we've had a great move and we've cut it back, and he's been behind the defender. He's just got to make that. Whereas Aubameyang, you know, if he is in that situation, he will get across the man. He will try and get that ball. Whereas Lacazette tends to sort of wait for that sort of opening, if you like. I think I don't know if that's been unfair on him, but that's the way I see it anyway. What do you think he'll do? City on Sunday. Do you think he'll play the same, same again? I'm not well, sure. I think, Tierney, Tierney. I think Tierney will come in. Obviously. Do you think he'll definitely start Tierney? Well, he look. He didn't seem to have any ill effects tonight. So no. you have to assume he was putting him on to with with that with that in mind. Well, they they generally do that, don't they? I mean, they'll they'll put him on for thirty minutes, and then the next game they'll probably play an hour, and then they'll take him off after an hour. So I wondered whether he might have brought Tierney on and put Cedric on the right, actually, because. Bellerin was having one of those not much going right for me nights. He had a couple of good moments early on, but after that, I thought, I don't know what. Someone, I saw a picture on Twitter earlier, and someone said, you know, there was a video of showing Bellerin, maybe it was about three years ago, and the pace, the, he literally ran the length of the pitch and, and made a, a clear cut opening uh, for Ozil to score a comment who it was against. And someone was saying, God, you know, what happened to that Bellerin? And then someone replied with a picture of Bellerin at that time and a picture of Bellerin now. 
and you look at the size of his thighs and the size of his upper body then, three years ago, and look at him now, it is astonishing. He's like a stick. compared. He used to be built like a, an Olympic, you know, sprinter. Really thick, stocky thighs, you know, built for that sprinting. And now his legs are like chicken legs. Injuries have done a bit to his Yeah, post, obviously, but you think by now, it's a year now, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, he has had a year so, out and he's never going to get the pace that he had before he's done his, his ACL. He's never going to get that 100% pace back. But he might get 90, 95% of it up, but it might take a couple of years. Well, there was that surge in the FA Cup final, wasn't there? Where you thought, oh, that's the old Hector Bellerin for the winner. You know, when he surged through, you thought, oh, here he goes. He's, he's getting it back. But no, it is, a, it is a worry, particularly when you keep being rumours that people want him for big money. You know, I'm not saying Cedric would, would take that role, but it it is tempting because much as I like Hector Bellerin, he's not the player we all thought he was going to be. Is that That's my view. I mean, I like him. He's obviously, he bleeds Arsenal, but he's not the player I thought he was going to become. No. Stunned silence from everyone there. No, it's true. No, it is true. You know, it's just what we do because you think of us, we've got to make some cash somewhere, haven't we, again? We've got to, yeah. if we're going to cash in on people. Um, I can't imagine there's going to be lots of people queuing up to take William off our hands so no. we're going to have to try and make some cash elsewhere well the, the sellable assets are people like Chambers Lacazette I guess El Nenny maybe I don't know if he's got a year to go a few million for yeah I mean there's no there's no big there's no big ones but Bellerin would be you know would be a big price tag still I would think yeah. I think yeah. I've one of these old old yeah. today. he reckons uh, one of the Celtic journalists thinks that we're, uh, we're in for that uh, Edward from Celtic. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I think we I think we did inquire about him in the summer, Odson Edward. Yeah, and and and, and apparently, oh, well, I saw some media out there saying that he's available for to Arsenal for twenty five million this summer. And if I, if that's the case, and he wants to come, I, I think that's an easy bit of business to do. We've obviously got a relationship. Fractious or otherwise, you know, over the Tierney thing. So we have got a relationship. We have done business with him recently. Um, he is the, the exact type of centre forward that Lacazette isn't in that he's got that, he's got the height and he's got the pace, the, the two things that Lacazette lacks. Yeah, but like I say, I mean, I, I can see Lacazette and Eddie going as well. I, I can't see Eddie staying another year. But then, You've also got that other issue with the uh, that fella behind him, Balogun. What's going to happen with him? So it, it, we could end up losing both of them this summer. He didn't make the bench tonight, did he? But I mean, at least he didn't sign a pre-contract with someone else. So we've got more time to persuade him. Uh, if I that's what, well, Arteta says that. Yeah. I thought I was. I thought he had already or something. Or it's like there was a lot of talk that he was going to with yeah. clubs like Hamburg, and but the, no, he didn't. So, but he obviously had to do that by the first of Feb. Or second of February, the end of the window, and he hasn't. So, you know, he's still he's still available on a free, but we've got until you know the end of June, if you like, to to persuade him to uh, sign a contract. Yeah, but Eddie and the Eddie and the likes of Willock and Maitland Niles will all will all get good money because there's, there's an English premium, isn't there? We all know that. Yeah. So they are they are free sellable assets. Willock seems like he's getting on a lot up in Newcastle as well. Yeah, he's, yeah. He seems to like him up there as well. Well, I saw the first game you played. He scored, didn't he, very early on in the first game? I haven't, I haven't seen anything subsequently. 
Oh, fair one. Right, uh, well, since there wasn't a huge amount to talk about tonight's game, uh, I think we should bang this head bang on half an hour. Uh, and, yeah, and it's, uh, in fact, let's have a little Man City defence for Man City, Alex. Um, <laughs> I'd like to be confident, but the way they're playing at the moment, um, I wouldn't be so sure. And they've got De Bruyne coming back, haven't they? Which is good for us. That's lovely to know that he's going to be, he's kind of coming back in time for the weekend. Um, but you know what? I mean, you never know, do you? I mean, we've got to start picking up some some wins, but I, I'm not that confident. And that's not me being just down on us. It's just they're in a, they're in a brilliant run of form at the moment. They look unbelievable again. And it, it just, it might be a bit too much for us, that's all. Um, but yeah, I must say, fellas, just on a on a side note, this is making me really miss going to the pub after the games as well. Mm. Having this chat, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jesus Christ, it's been too long, isn't it? Well, it was Mark, well, it's, well, it's nearly a year. Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon we will get him back in for the end of the season? No. No. It might be the 2000 again in the last few games, I think. Possibly. Well, if they're talking about opening leisure in April, well, we'll find out on Monday, won't we? Now, I can ask you a question, Gav. I don't give us much of a chance against Man City. But the interesting thing is what Alex said earlier, what, what we're going to do with the selection. And I I think he will keep the same side with the exception of Tini will come in for uh, Suarez. I think, he, I think he'll keep it the same. I could be wrong, but... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see the point of sitting back and trying to defend against them. They're too good. You know, we, we, we no, might as well try and play. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see Holding come in uh, for Louise. And it wouldn't surprise me, or well, for either one of them, it wouldn't surprise me to see Holding. Because I, I just think he's just given Holding a breather, to be fair. I mean, yeah. He knows that there's two games a week coming up. I think he's giving him a couple of weeks off. Let him recuperate. Let him get out of whatever red zone they think he might be in and all that. So what would surprise me to see holding it. Also, what would surprise me to see, see Pepe as well. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I don't know what party situation is. I mean, obviously, he didn't fly out for this. But you know, I, I think he is training. So whether he's going to be ready or not. I think, I think he's got what's called Arsenalitis, Dave, where you don't get injured for about six years, right? Yeah. You come to Arsenal and you're constantly injured. It's, I mean, I mean, it's mad with his injury record, isn't it, Gav? When you look at what it was like, Atletico Madrid, he was like Mr. Consistent, always playing, never injured, such a high level of performance, and then he kind of comes to us, gets a couple of injuries. <laughs> absolute textbook Arsenal. And, and they said this week, it's because he's been trying too hard to impress his new coaching team. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they just spent 50 million on because they know how good you are, mate. <laughs> We've been begging for you to come to us for like about 10 years. Well, back to the year, I left him begging for such a player like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was it. Just, it, just, it just doesn't seem right, our injury record. And I know there was a, one of these rumours that it was due to the firmness of the training ground or something like that remember that yeah that one cropped up again the other week didn't it the firmness of the training ground i honestly think if it was the firmness of the training ground i know we're not exactly flush for cash at the moment but i really think if they if the medical people had thought that we might have done something about it i really yeah. i'd like to think like i know that sometimes yeah. we're not run in the best way but it's yeah. like jesus christ well it's only a few sprinklers in it let's face it <laughs> <laughs> 
missed out on it. One of those. Yeah. But um, we'll see, we'll see. Like I say, I don't particularly fancy us against Man City. I think, you know. I don't fancy anyone against Man City. Yeah, that's it. That's it, Dave. It's like, I don't want to be like down on us, but it's just they're just I just think they're just a different level at the moment. But the interesting, the, yeah. But the interesting thing is, it's not like anyone above us is pulling up trees. You know, Everton lost again. Spurs are starting to lose. No one's, you know, teams that are above us are dropping like flies, like Southampton. Wolves who were above us, you know, a few, you know, a few months ago, they're nowhere. So there's a lot of teams that are sort of very, very inconsistent. We're not on our own. You know, with the exception of those top three or four. I mean, okay, Chelsea have put a run together since they changed the manager. And I think top four is out of the question. But to go from where we are to sixth in a match of weeks, it's not it's not inconceivable. It's really not, you know, because no one's well, we've pulling only, up we've trees. Only, we've only got Leicester after them, haven't we? So, <laughs> and Leicester, what, are they third at the moment with a game in hand? Yeah, but even then, they, 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 they do a couple of good wins and they have an awful loss. And, you know, they're not, they're not Man City level. And, you know. We'll see. We'll see. Do you remember? Thank you. So I'm saying thank you to the, the other half of getting me another can of beer. Uh, you remember years ago when we were really. <laughs> Sound <in> effects. <laughs> uh, Alex, Alex Gav does that with his tongue and his, <laughs> his cheek, you know. But, uh, remember, like, I mean, when we were really good and when Man United were really good and when teams. When I were a lad. Yeah. Right? They would actually concede that even their best team wouldn't win. So there's actually rest players against Man United or rest players against us. There's almost a call against Man City, right? For us to sort of rest a few players for the second leg but, of Europa. Because we're not but we are the Arsenal. That's what Wenger would have done. Made a decision about which, which game was more important. Yeah, but, but that, Benfica is more important. Yeah. yeah. So there, there is almost a case to do that, isn't there? We wouldn't want to see it, obviously, but there is almost the case to sort of rest a few. Yeah, well, with Wenger, he used to rest players, in, you know, in, in in Europe to try and get in the top four, and that used to frustrate us. Right now, the Europa League is our is our shot at glory, isn't it? Really? Well, that's the most that's the frustrating thing about the fact we didn't put the game to bed even more tonight. Because we've yeah. had a couple, yeah. you're looking at you know three one three away goals or something, and you're like, I think we're in good shape. And yeah. if anything, against you know the second leg, he could have been looking at maybe changing things up a little bit, and gone still gone hell for leather. I don't, if he changed too many, I think at first of all it looked bad, and also I think I don't think it'd do as good to get absolutely dicked at the moment either. So you'd like no. to think he'd uh, yeah certainly keep keep some of those players. Yeah. Also momentum as well. How many times have we seen it with like momentum with players that when when they play a load of games consecutively? I know they talk about players getting tired. But it also gives them a moment, like a momentum together. So yeah. there is something to be said for it. Yeah, no, fair but for, of course, Europa League is our best chance of getting in the Champions League because, like I said, I really don't fancy this top four. I think we're, I don't think we're good enough. <laughs> it's just it. There's all, there's teams above us that are better than us, and that you know I hate. I'm very wary of going online and being downbeat about Arsenal because there's enough of that going around. But it is it is like we're just, yeah, it's there are teams that are better than us. So we've got to try and get to that level. And I think keeping playing the strongest team against City hopefully will be part of that. I don't think, the thing is, I don't think we're that far off. And I don't think we would have been that far off if we'd kept Party and, and Tierney fit all year. Can't argue with that. I mean, we'd be so much. 
I think we'd be pushing, we'd be fifth, sixth if we'd kept them two fit. Well, pre, pre-injury, Tierney was virtually like playing like a left winger. He was on fire, wasn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. And that game against West Brom and that, that over, after Christmas, he was just sensational. It is worrying, though, how, how, how he does seem to get a lot of injuries um, he was because like he is so game. vital. He was like that at Celtic, though, as well. He didn't, yeah. He, he was sort of quite injury-prone. But he, I, I don't know, it sounds bad. He doesn't look the type, if you know what I mean. It's, it's weird kind of saying that, that he don't look the oh, type. fucking sweat God. Oh, anyway. Right. Uh, let's wrap this up, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure. It's uh, disappointing we're not sitting in a pub somewhere having this kind of conversation and talking bollocks for until they kick us out and we have to go home and Alex has to stag across the road. <laughs> That's never happened with me and Alex. <laughs> no, I bet. I bet. <laughs> Alex normally puts me in a taxi, to be fair. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's, a gent, he's a gent like that. <laughs> and I'm not joking either. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on though, Alex. No, thanks for having me, fellas. And yeah, I hope to do it again soon. It's been a pleasure. Thank oh, you. well. Just right, let down, for, Gav. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, let's let, let say, say when you're available, mate, and we'll, uh, we'll chuck you in. Lovely stuff. Thanks a lot, fellas. Well, cheers, hold guys. On, hold on, this is the point where you have to watch me try and uh, do the press the button. Paul, who normally uh, who does the editing for this, for the people that watch playback, loves this part. And I normally moan that my laptop is so old. <laughs> I need a new laptop. my brain is so slow is what he normally says (laughs) anyway gents uh, yeah until next time up the Arsenal up the Arsenal up the Arsenal